Hi everyone, welcome to another CornerCast podcast. I am your host Khalil, and this week on the CornerCast podcast, here on Caster's Corner, we talked to MJ from Total Toy Recon. Um, I met MJ, God, at Toy Fair this year, just briefly. We were kind of hanging out um, in the press room with Toy Shiz, and <clears throat> I had noticed that he was doing stuff with um, Bob at... Um, Total Toy Recon, and I remember them from Action Figure Junkies, and I actually belong to the AFJ, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Facebook group, and it's just, a, it's a cool community, it was nice to kind of meet somebody that had similar interests, it, it's always fun to meet these guys, and lo and behold, I hit him up and said, hey, do you want to do one, a podcast, and sure enough, he did, so, um, yeah, so I mean, it was it was just so much fun to kind of um, talk and chat, and we kind of went in all these different directions. I don't think I expected um, in a lot of ways, and it, it's kind of one of those conversations. And hopefully, friends I made that just um, stick around, and it's fun to chat and hang out with, and 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 get to know, and feeling like you're not alone or that understands things as much as you understand things um, and is into the culture as much as you are. That's always really nice to have that connection with people. Um, so yeah, so uh, this week's podcast uh, is with MJ from Total Toy Recon. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook and uh, Twitter at Total Toy Recon. They're also at TotalToyRecon.com. Um, we just did a giveaway with them a couple weeks ago and we're getting ready to do our own giveaway, uh, this week and we're going to have an unboxing tomorrow, um, with some fun stuff. So keep your eye out for that. Um, remember to follow us. We're at Caster's Corner on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And I put up a really fun, um, uh, new, uh, TikTok that was specifically made for our friend Jason um, over there on uh, on Instagram just because he put the song in my head, so I figured I had to return the favor. Um, so, yeah, so follow us there. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, share out the podcast. The more, uh, the more listeners we have, the more stuff we can do. Um, we've got some other fun uh, podcasts. We've got a... Um, reunion type of podcast coming up we've got mcu collectors coming up next week um toy shows is going to pop in sometime around the holidays and we're going to take a little break um when it comes to around christmas time because yeah well we deserve it um so check out all that we got a lot coming for you so uh without further ado it is myself it is mj from total toy recon enjoy everyone man it was how it, how crazy was it that like toy fair was only i mean what six eight months ago and mm-hmm. or six six months six eight eight whatever um like it does it everything changed like toy stuff just as far as hunting and stuff it's been the same for me um like i haven't i've still go out i still i was a little more cautious at the beginning and i still you know mask up and all that stuff but um I don't know. Like, I don't know now, if we're ever going to go back to that. 
it, it's it is wild and if 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 you remember too toy fair was like right as this stuff started to happen yeah. and so you know we were do we go i mean how do you not go to toy fair you know what i mean and that was before uh, I do remember uh, some of the, the folks that were in from overseas were already wearing masks. And it, and at the time, I was like, huh, that's interesting. And then who would have known a couple months later? Now I can't go hunting without a mask, you know? Yeah, I just I, – I, I heard a – I heard a podcast. I think it was uh, Adventures in Collecting did a podcast with Mike DeCamp from uh, Jazzwares. And I guess like shortly after after Toy Fair, he came down with it. And he's like, I was all over the world. He's like, I was, you know, overseas. I was there. I was, you know, shaking hands and everything. And I, my head was like, I was in a room like the size of a closet with this guy for about 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and like, we had no, like, we had some concept, but like, I, like you said, like, it's, uh, we can't not go to Toy Fair. But I also thought that about San Diego Comic-Con for me at least it was like how well, can i a- not go to san diego and then they canceled it and i'm like oh thank god they made the choice because i don't know if i would have been able to make that choice well so i have some insider detail for you on that because in my personal life uh i work at a marketing and a fulfillment company we do all this stuff and so we actually do the distribution for all of comic-con's badges every year oh wow okay so all the press badges and you get that little box with the pins we i do love all that, that box i love that i yeah. keep it i have it's my cigar box it's my travel cigar yeah right box. that's it's the coolest thing and so they waited until the absolute last minute they that they could so for what it was worth they really like waited, listened to everybody. And then when other ones started to drop off and it just seemed like when it turned and it was like, it was irresponsible, right. like right in the beginning, there was still that point where nobody really knew yet. It was still kind of fresh. So they did, they tried, they waited to the absolute last minute. Um, we pitched some ideas uh, for them because you know, obviously I'm into the whole toy thing. So we pitched some ideas like, Hey, why don't you guys go out to the companies and, you know, have them take their exclusives and try to do a bundle deal. So like for people like us who would go and want to buy a couple different things, instead of having to do what you did, which was buy from from super seven from everybody and then pay that shipping, do it all out of one place. But everybody had pivoted at that point already. So, but I, I thought it was really interesting. I mean, that was it. Like when they canceled Comic Con, you knew we were all in trouble. Yeah, for sure. And and that thought to me was like that was like my metric for like response to everybody else. Like we in Connecticut here, you know, there's been a big um, push to let student athletes play. And my thing was like, you want to play a football game? I didn't get to get to go to Comic Con. So, yeah, right? you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> I yeah, was, exactly. I didn't get my thing. You, you don't get your thing. Like, I, and, and my, you know, they're equally as dangerous. I mean, I've been to, uh, and have you been to San Diego Comic-Con? Uh, yeah, I was okay. there once. Uh, and I was, of course, planning on going this year. And uh, there, there you go. <laughs> yeah. No, it, and it's been like that idea of, like, it is all consuming when you're there and there there's there was no way to do that safe like there was especially at the height of the summer um there was no way you could do that safe and i you know what would it have been if companies pulled out too you know like 
Well, and all they had to do was have one of those, what they call the super spreader events at yeah. a comic con. And then that was it. It right. would be, you know, I mean, the industry just couldn't bounce back. I mean, one of the things that I think killed it for me, when you talk about the whole, like, you know, they want to play sports and, we couldn't go to Comic-Con is like all the small comic book shops that were shut down for so long. Like you could still go to Target. You could still go right. to Walmart. You could still hunt, but you know, my hunting is always hitting those spots, but I always go to the local, the local spots because you have to support those guys. Cause once they're gone, you're only dealing with Walmart target. You know what I mean? And yeah. we're going to be in trouble. Well, and it would be great. So I, I know you're down, you're down in the Philly area or down the Pennsylvania. Yeah. 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 So, right outside. so here in Connecticut, those shops, at least for, for toys don't exist. Um, there's, oh, really? there's, there's okay. one shop that's close to us called this toy life. Um, and it's a vintage toy shop. It just opened this year and it's a great shop. Um, and there's a couple shops that are probably about an hour away, but on average, the comic shops here don't, don't, um, I want to say don't respect, but don't cater or don't, don't help the, um, the toy collector. They are all consuming oh, wow. on comics. Um, and most of them don't know much about toys. So like you can order stuff, you could try to order stuff, but there's not a lot of shops that really cater or help toy collectors. So our options here really are Walgreens, Walmart, Target. Um, okay. sometimes we'll hit like a bargain store here or there, but for the most part, for our hunting purposes, like to look for stuff, um, unless we want to make the drive in central Connecticut, like an hour, almost to Rhode Island, you're not going to find toy shops that carry current stuff um yeah so most of our stuff is the big box or we do a lot of online stuff too we do amazon and there's a few shops that um that that you know i use that aren't in state that like cater to the toy collector um but it's this weird spot where and and i said this at the beginning of all this pandemic stuff that was like hey toy shop uh comic shops you gotta pivot you gotta Give you us more. To. You have to give us more than books. Like if you're just going to be a bookshop, um, and thumb your nose when a toy collector comes in, like I, I, I don't. I feel bad for you, but I don't necessarily like go. Oh, you don't feel that bad. I don't feel that bad because you're not diversifying your customer base. Well, you have to know your audience now, and the truth of the matter is, and and I think one of the reasons down by me, and please. Uh, if you ever want to take a trip down, let me know and I'll take you around. That'd be great. Um, every, all the shops down here, they do both because there are a couple really like just in the South Jersey in the PA, there's probably six or eight solid toy and comic shops. Uh, and they always carry vintage games too. So if you're just going to keep up with your competition, you had to diversify to be in this area. So that okay. was like right off the bat. But I think, you know, especially being, you know, close to, to Philly and close to the shore. Um, and then you've got, you know, you've got like the secret stash from Kevin James. Like these guys know Kevin that. Smith. <laughs> oh, sh Kevin Smith. Sorry. No, Jeez. you're good. I'm, I'm already slipping. Um, it's late. You know, I know, right? Uh, which I don't know if you've ever been down there, but it's it's a very cool little little shop. It's nothing yeah. like you see on TV. No, I've been, I've been um, there, yeah. Um, it's, 
you have to know your audience and your audience nowadays is I know some people that love comic books, but don't buy actual books anymore. They're right. all digital. Yeah. And, you know, and so the collectible market is a large market and people want to do, they want to be able to do both. I mean, I can go out with my son on a weekend and in three hours hit four or five really awesome shops, see comic books, vintage toys, new toys, and video games. And, you know, that's why we're blessed here. Uh, I mean, that that's amazing. Like we, we're we're lucky enough here that I, I I always say if I if I plan if I leave an hour early. So if if I go into work an hour early, I can probably hit four targets, three three to four targets, and maybe five Walgreens just on the way in without deviating my path into work at all. So like there's there's that or you know four WalMarts there's there's that um, many of them in Central Connecticut that you know within three hours you can hit a dozen big box stores really easily um, so there's a lot of spread for that um, but when it comes to comic shops <clears throat> they're just so few and far between um, that it makes it hard to kind of support them and it would be great i'm telling you like that that sounds like a great day like being able to hit those that amount of shops would be an, an the only day. <laughs> the only thing that sucks is when you try like obviously you know the ones that you like right i right. mean like even like you have your favorite walmart right your favorite yeah, target yeah, yeah. you know what i mean so you have your favorites but every once in a while you'll go oh i didn't know that this was here and you'll go in and you'll see um a bareness yeah. Cobra Island exclusive and you'll look and it'll be $125 and you'll yeah. go, Oh, this is a comic book slash scalper shop. I'm not coming back. And you know, I mean, and then you look and you see all these exclusives and then, I mean, I don't, and you probably don't hear this as much up by you, but it's really common that you, you know, stop at a place down here, you go to a target and you go, Oh, Hey, you know, like, um, you know, uh, do you guys have any of this? Now, now uh, the guy that owns so-and-so shop clears it out. Uh, they know when we put out new stock on Tuesdays. So they're here first thing in the morning and clear it out. And that's where it goes. Yeah, no, we don't We don't necessarily have that. We've got, um, we've got, uh, we, well, so here's what we do have here, I found out. We have a few Targets and Walmarts that I found out. I never knew this was a term. They're warehousing toys. Um Ah, uh, okay. Where the department manager or someone that has the ability to do it um, puts the toys in a different section of the back room, so they're not they can't find them. Um, sell them on eBay, clearance them out, and then make a profit because they they clearance them out in their own shop in their own store. Um, uh. So collectors can't find it. I guess there was one place that was like, you know, selling just normal Marvel Legends for nineteen ninety nine on eBay. Um, but then marking them down to a dollar when they checked out at the register at their Walmart where they worked. And then, you know, you'd say, oh, no, you got these in stock. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, we got them in stock, but we don't know where they are. So we have that problem down here, I oh. mean, up here. So that's what we can I mean, that, with. That's the that one of the craziest things about, um, you know, at, and I'm sure you see it on your posts is getting feedback from the community and hearing more and more stories mm -hmm. just like that. Like I called up 
and um you know the the person told me that they didn't know where it was because uh their friend who worked there was looking for it earlier and then you're like oh you're never gonna see that because never you know the guy there um is looking for it i actually i went and to get uh this is right when the cobra trooper was starting to get really hot a buddy um uh legends and pop uh uh, he he likes both of our pages mm-hmm. really nice guy mm-hmm. he's lo- he's local and he's like hey you know can you grab this for me i was like yeah no problem uh, he told me what store had it and so i showed up i went up to the counter where he told me and the lady looked at me and goes um what 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 are you talking about like, oh no i'm here i know you guys have them they're you know um behind the desk i'd really like when she was did you talk to somebody um in the game department i go no no i came right here and she's like okay like acted like she had no idea what i was talking about then she gets on the the you know the the uh walkie talkie she's like and she's like oh um there's somebody here for the cobra island trooper those those ones are one per person right Am, am i allowed to sell it to this guy and I'm like, well, for a second ago, you had no idea what I was talking about. Now you know exactly what it is. Yeah. And she's like, you know, that's just one per person. And I go, yeah, no, I'm just trying to get one for my friend, like I said. And it, I've never felt like dirtier trying to buy a yeah. figure in my life. It's like, don't shame me. You know, this is what I'm into. Like, just let me get my figure and get out of here. But most of the times they're trying to hold those back because they know things going for four times its value on eBay. Yeah, no, there were plenty of those stories where a friend of mine, new friend of mine, um, went into the store and they were stocking him on the shelf and they had him in his hand. The the employee had it in his hand and he's like, oh, good, I'm here for that. And um, the employee was like, I don't know if I can sell this to you. And he was like, well, are you going to put him on the shelf? And he was like, well, uh, I don't know if I should like... Um, maybe, and Chris was like, look, dude, I just want one. Like, I don't want them both. Like, I just, you can, you could just hand it to me. It'd be fine. And the, and the employee was like in a panic because I think he had gotten caught with, it sounded like he got caught with them. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he was doing, and you know, there were plenty of those where it was just like, I don't know. There's something that like, I think, I think all the collectors just lost their shit. Um, with with shutdown and pandemic and then the scarcity of that joe stuff just everybody just lost everybody just snapped in some way shape or well, form and don't don't you got to also count in the box so when yeah. you get smoked uh, in less than a minute <sighs> trying did... to buy something online yeah it hurts it does and i like it just and and you know that it's bots like it's i'm actually in a couple communities i i hope i don't suss myself out here um where that's what they do they're they're sneaker pop communities and because these have gotten you know the retails three or four times the value they now run a bot and you could pay them x amount of dollars to um go ahead and do it and it was something that i actually thought about doing for a while until Mm -hmm. the system started to get better which was run a bot for the community to get their toys and just charge them retail that, so yeah. you know, you know, Wait, and it, it, good. No, I was gonna say you did that. You did an Instagram live video, um, showing how a bot works, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How that kind of works, and like how you know, just like because people were asking questions, and I had no idea how it worked, and it was really interesting to sit there and watch it. Um, but I mean, that's what I do. I mean, I scooped up. 
I want to say I scooped up at least three Baronesses um, and just sold them to other collectors at retail. Like I have no, it's like, it, the way to do it. It's karma, right? It's, it's that yeah. kind of, and I mean, I've had some people that I've talked to that have talked about it going, you know, this is how, you know, people right now, people lost their jobs and this is what they can do to make rent or, or and I can, I can understand that. I can, I can kind of respect that a little bit. Um, but the ones that were doing it before all of this and are just yeah. doing it, you know, as a regular practice. And like you said, those shops that are just kind of like jacking up, it's not double, it's triple or quadruple the price. Well, that's, that's my threshold, yeah. right? I mean, if, if you get it for 20 bucks and you want to make half to 75% of the value as a business to help people out, sure, I'm with you. I don't love it, but I can respect it. Yeah. But when you start going two, three, four, five times the value like they did with some of those NECAs, the two packs up front, oh, God, that it's was just, it's, it's egregious. And now there was a guy who this one's great. So um, we're not as much on Facebook now as we really kind of focus on Instagram. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, really due to Facebook. Um, once we stopped paying for ads, they just truncated our reach. So it just wasn't worth it. But we still post to Facebook because why not? Right. right. Yeah. Um, and so there was this guy that kept posting on my posts on Facebook. And he kept talking about how he's got this like, collective of people um you know that that clear out stores and then they sell you and so it smelled like a scalper right Mm -hmm. off the top and so i said to him um okay well you know what does it cost and he's like well dm me and the second (laughs) you get dm me you know like oh you're a scalper right and so i i I messaged him and i go hey you know i'm just trying to find out you know what are you looking for this and he kind of was like well if you think about you know and he hit me with the your time and your gas and he started down the line and i went dude, just admit you're, you're a scalper. Like he wouldn't even give me the price. Cause like he figured out what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And so he then like, I just deaded it and I didn't say anything back to him. Um, but then he kept posting. So every time I would post something that people were looking for, he'd be like, Oh, if anybody needs this, hit me up. And I had to block the guy. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to support scalping on right. the page. Like right. I, you know, I, I just, I'm not going to do it. Like, I, I think that scalping is, um, horrible. I've come up against them. I've seen them in the plate. Like I've been at target in it, you know, as they've opened before mm-hmm. and like did the run back to grab what I want and, and fought somebody who, you know, would flip it. But I do think one thing that's interesting to denote the difference is, is there's a difference between a scalper and its value. So one thing that we did when I was part of action figure junkies was we had a 90 day rule, right? Because, mm-hmm. After some point, there really is a higher value for that item, right? right? You're going to go to eBay six months, a year later, something's going to appreciate, and you're just not going to get it at retail. There are collectors that'll sell you like literally something out of their collection at what they paid for it, and God bless them, but they're, I I always do like the, when I talk to people say like, I'm I'm okay with if Baroness has been out for 120 days and you want to make a profit, 
Okay, Go that's what it. its value is now. But if you're buying it day one and you're using that like bubble to yeah. to make your money, I think it's BS. No, I completely agree with you. It's it's I don't know. It's this world we kind of we have lived in, and you know, as adults now, it, it's a shame to see people taking advantage of it in some way. Um, just just for whatever reason. And it's, it's interesting because it makes it harder for us that are doing it for the passion or the joy of it. Um, or just, just cause we like it even just as a little hobby, because when we go into the stores, we also get that label, right? Like, cause they, they don't discern between me or you walking in and you buying it for your kid or me buying it just because I love it. Um, and the guy that's there every day, eight o'clock going, you got it, you got it, you got it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, yeah, like it's, and it's been interesting to watch like these, um, the Facebook posts and, and the sales online. Um, there's, there's not, it, it, I've gotten some good deals. Actually, I kind of jumped into Facebook marketplace. Um, but it's, and made a couple trades here and there. Um, but it's, I'm starting to learn how to read those too. Like that, you know, DM me or ask me for prices or like, you know, you know, something shady or something's wrong when they, when they put that kind of stuff out there. Yeah. The marketplace, that's why, like I I always suggest people when they're on Facebook, if you're going to buy or trade, trade within a group that has a feedback Mm -hmm. um, page. Cause that always helps you. You just really don't know. And I mean, there's like common rules. Like, if it's not going to be, if it's really not your friend or family, do not pay friends or family. Like no, you just, no. there's those little things that you, you learn as you go along. And then, but what sucks are the newbie collectors that come into this and they're, they're not like a hundred percent, but Oh man, that neck of turtle looks so cool. Right. And then they start and then something goes wrong and then, you know, somebody's out of it before they even got started. And right. that's the, that's the side of this that sucks. But I did think it was interesting. Um, I try to always like at least once, once a day or so post something that it, it like is just there to garner feedback and like get people talking. And so I posted a couple weeks back, um, you know, target put up that, you know, we're not going to sell to reseller sign and mm-hmm. it's not in all targets. And it was really interesting to hear like what people's, a lot of people were just like, targets, not going to do anything. They don't care. And, and that's true. And they're like, well, how can they even tell that it's a reseller? And what you end up with are a couple of people that work at target, like posting and they go, listen, we've had people that come up to us and try to give us like their tax paperwork so they don't have to pay taxes because they're going to resell it. Like we know that they're a scalper. We know the person that's there once a week mm-hmm. clearing out certain things. And when this signs up, it gives us the ability to turn them away. So do I think all targets are doing it? No, but you know, I got to give them credit. Right. Well, I mean, there's that, which that sounds great. At least that's one. the The problem is the ones around us have put up these signs like you you can only buy a certain amount. Um, oh yeah, and it's it's the weird part about it is it's not like so. This happened when we when the um when the Galaxy Edge uh, figures came out a couple like a month ago. Um, so there were four figures, right? And it. And it wasn't like saying, okay, you can't buy six Hondos, right? It was, you can only buy two Star Wars toys. 
So like there were four in the set. That store would only let us that were there that morning buy a Hondo and a DJ or a Hondo and a Mountain Trooper. You couldn't buy the Cardinal and the Mountain Trooper and Hondo and DJ. You could only buy two of the four. Um, I hate that. And they were held behind the counter. So it wasn't even like you could just walk up to the shelf. So they held those items specifically. So, And we're like, no, 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 we don't want like two Hondos and two of these and two. No, no, we just want one of each. Um, so there's, there's, there's rules that help. And then there's rules that hinder, even though they think they're trying to help, you know, like, yeah, it's too broad. Right. Um, and we explained it. We're like, Hey, like we don't want like four of each or anything like that. We just want one of each of the set and they wouldn't budge. And they were just kind of like, so like, I, I appreciate them trying to not sell to resellers, but then there's, there's the ones that kind of catch us that kind of screw us over. Um, especially when you think about like sets like Marvel Legends, where it's a build a figure, right? So like, yeah. they will stop you from buying the set to build the figure. So it's almost like making us not go to that store for the most part. It kind of deads out that store for a lot of collectors um, or or people that just kind of like the stuff. So no, it's it's it, that is one of the bigger problems is that sometimes these rules are too broad and they're they're not they're not helping they're hurting mm-hmm. um but that's the thing that i think a lot of especially like collectors that have been in this for a long time that's why they just don't like t- store exclusives yeah and you know i get i understand why they do store exclusives right it makes sense oh yeah i don't know that it makes so much sense anymore for a hasbro Right. But I think it makes sense for a NECA because a NECA is still a smaller company. Yeah, they got bought by a conglomerate and they're getting bigger, right? Yeah. But when they sign up with Target, Target gives them a check that says, we're going to buy all these figures when you deliver them. And they can go take that to their bank and they can borrow money against it to fund their lines and everything else that, that they do. Right. Mm-hmm. But Hasbro doesn't need that. So for Hasbro, you know, to to do it it's it's again it's just creating like this um i was having the conversation um about some of the exclusives and like now you've got hasbro exclusives that are just sitting on the shelf but then with some star wars stuff they just underproduce right and they know people are going to want it and so what's really the point um other than you know not helping the collecting community which you know well it's it's turning collectors off right like it's you know, for me, it's like go, looking at the Joe stuff going, well, okay, so I'm an army builder and Joe is a new line. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get in early and they're going to put out their troopers and I'm going to buy quite a few or I'm going to try to buy them. And then when it became so difficult to find the island trooper and now I lost out on the vipers, so I'm not getting any vipers, at least initially, like I didn't get to pre-order any of them. Um, mm-hmm. it, to me, it's like, well, you know, do I really like Joe that much? Like, yeah. uh, and, and so it pulls me back and the same thing with like the retro stuff that's coming. It's like, I've been collecting all the, I really like the Marvel legends retro stuff. And, you know, they announced today that cyborg Spider-Man was going to be uh, exclusive to their retro end cap that they're doing. And I don't think it's going to be a huge seller. I don't think it's going to be hard to find. Same thing with rogue and Gamb rogue, maybe, but not gambit. And you know, but for me, it would be if I wasn't this deep into Legends, it would it would turn me off at this point to go. Well, I'm not going to get it, and I'm not going to pay over for it, so I might not keep going. Like, 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, un- unfortunately, we're there. I mean, I-, I think, like, well, and Hasbro will do stuff like this. I don't know if you there was an article where they talked about their returns for last quarter, and it was higher than they projected. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, well, that's because, you know, people are home and buying so many board games. And it's like, no, I mean, a lot of it is due to the fact that the collecting community bought out every single line that you had right now. I mean, with the exception of like plasma series, you can't find a a newer black series on the shelf anywhere. No, No, Um, not at all. The Joes are gone everywhere. Um, Marvel Legends gone the second they hit. So, you know, I mean, the, the, yeah, okay, you guys are a giant company. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you just, you kind of feel disrespected and people, people take that stuff to heart. I mean, you know, you get burnt enough times. They're like, it's just not, it's not worth it for me. Well, and the other thing is, it's like they sell out so quick. And I know for a fact that our targets here in Connecticut, um, have not restocked black series since the change in packaging. There was a half dozen stores or so out of like 20 or 30 that got that first wave with Luke, the uh, Luke Skywalker from uh, empire and the Akbar set, the Akbar set. Um, Since then, since that initial case, no one has gotten anything since then. It's been about six weeks now. So just, I mean, if you think about that, so Black Series has had empty pegs and Joe has had empty pegs for the past six to eight weeks. And it's like, guys, like, what are you doing? Like, I, you're you're clearly not catering to your market. You're clearly not um, giving, you know, and, and able to fulfill it. And I don't know what the answer is. I really don't know how how they can fix it. Um and what what it's going to be for us like what's going to be left for us because if it looks like either the company can't produce or or the product doesn't sell it hurts us either way right like it well the 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 sad truth of it is so i work in in distribution right so mm-hmm. i kind of understand a little bit of the behind the scenes and i actually do work for walmart um so I kind of have an idea. It's it's really a lack of caring because right. once it leaves Hasbro's hands, they don't care. They don't. It's yeah, bought. Right. And so, but Hasbro has the power to say, like, we need you to take a look at your distribution model. We need you to take a look. Like, these are the stores that you sell out of. And here's where we're getting feedback. And here's the date it needs to actually hit the store. Right. I mean, they can coordinate for Black Friday for clothing. You're going to tell me they can't coordinate for a Star Wars, uh, you know, Force Friday. Right. You know what I mean? Because there are some stores you go to and they're like, uh, we're, we're not we're not participating. We didn't get anything in. You're like, it, it is doable. It's just, it's a lack of once it's out of their hands, it's sold and they don't really care. Yeah. And you know, I mean, it is what it is, but we keep buying cause we love the toys. You know, you I do. mean, one thing I thought was funny and I was talking about this is, um, I really want to do like a, a, a monthly total for <laughs> each collecting brand. So like if you're, if you're somebody like I, when I collect the line, I, I like to collect everything in the line yeah and it's horrible but i want to be like all right if you're a star wars the vintage collector 
um, this year you would have spent six grand if you're, uh, you know, a retro, a this one, a that one, and then just a total. So if I'm a Star Wars collector this year, I would have spent eighteen thousand dollars on. You know what I mean? Like, I I really want to do that for GI Joe, like at least the top six, because yeah. I think it would be hilarious to to really see how much money you know we're putting out, and then go. I mean, this is what you're getting out of a hardcore fan. I think you know maybe thinking a little bit past just. Uh, it's out of our dock. Yeah. Would matter. Yeah. No, Dwight, whenever I talk to Dwight at shows um, with the Hasbro Marvel team, um, he has, he's always, I'm like, I bought it all. And he's like, are you serious? And I go, yeah. He's like, you bought everything. And I go, yeah. He's like, I like, I I appreciate it, but I'm, it, it, he just is like shocked. Like, he's like, I don't know how you, you would do that. And I go, oh, yeah, no, no, I do that for that. And I do it for Star Wars and G.I. Joe and DC and Minimates and, you know, Super 7 stuff and this or that. And it's like, no, 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 like, no, I'm in it. Like, this is my this is my thing. I'm here. This is where I put my money. Like, this is where I'm yeah. going. So, like, some people buy boats. We buy action figures. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how did you get into um, – because, you know, I I've been following – you know, I, I joined the um, Action Figure Junkies um, uh, group online, and I and I I was it, it's it's a it's an odd like it's it's different than other community toy communities online. It's it's a lot more respectful. Um, it, it's a lot more peer to peer kind of stuff where it doesn't devolve into anarchy. Um, and then when you know doing the total toy recon like it's it's catchy and it's it's fun like it's it, it feels fun and it feels like you know that kindred spirit that that idea of like we're not alone um in doing this stuff so how did you get how did you start doing this stuff well i i appreciate it because what you what you said there is exactly what I know I go for, we go for. So I'll give you the the quickest abridged version that I can. Um, The reason that AFJ is the clean, amazing community that it is was due to um, my partner who passed away, Jared Cruz. Mm -hmm. Um, And a phenomenal guy. Um, He started this group when uh, he had gotten a car accident, started it very small. It grew, grew, and grew. Um, and at some point I just reached out to him cause he was in New Jersey and I said, Hey man, you know, I'm in New Jersey, you know, love to catch up. If I can ever help you, you know, just let me know. And I'm, I'm more on the business side. I never really was like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be on YouTube. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that was never my, my plan. Um, and so I helped him out and he was going to be like the face of it. And we had a premise for, you know, cause there were all these peer to peer sales on action figure junkies. And mm-hmm. we were like, listen, you know, eBay's taken a big chunk of this. Um, we could probably build a site where you can, you know, for very little money do exactly that and, you know, have a little bit extra safety. Um, unfortunately he passed away. Um, and that site didn't work out. Um, and so at some point, um, it made sense for AFJ to do its thing. Um, and for me and, um, Bob, who mm-hmm. you met at a toy fair to kind of go on and, and do our own thing. And so we, we really just said, what do you know, we have, we do a website cause we, 
know how to do that. We do that for a living. So that's easy. We'll keep up on the news. Um, you know, we were for a long time, we were doing like multiple lives a week and doing giveaways and it was fun. Um, but you know, Instagram was kind of quick and easy and Facebook was costing us a lot of money to run ads, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and it, it made sense for a while. I mean, we took AFJ from 22 to almost 45,000 before I, you know, yeah. Before we turned off the, the ads. Um, and I mean, it still grows. It's an awesome community. I love the guys over there. Um, you know, I pop in every once in a while, but so, you know, we decided to do our own thing. And the premise was, um, we love the community, give the community a place where they can go have fun, cut out the BS. Um, you know, on anything we do, we're not going to curse in our real lives. You know, I, I curse like a sailor. Um, and, uh, that was kind of it. And so Bob, Bob, when I, I was kind of, you know, doing the day to day actual business thing that funded it, Bob was the heart of, uh, total toy recon in the beginning there for a while. He got an opportunity to do something that was his passion, Mm -hmm. uh, in the, in the movie industry. And so, you know, it, it kicked over to me and so at first i was a little i'm not really sure you know i had to get my legs underneath me and then i just went with my you know what's fun what do i like um and you know how can uh how can i bring joy a little bit to the people that like to do this so that's kind of the premise so every day you're gonna get if i can i tr- my grouping is i try to do at least one hunt picture mm-hmm. uh, a funny toy meme and something that's going to engage people to talk. That's my, like, if I click those three, it's been a good day mm-hmm. and then just cover news. And the truth of the matter is, is that it's going nuts right now. Yeah, it is. I mean, I used to have to like map out a month, just, just like of what we were going to do. And now it's just, you're just pay attention. You know what I mean? Set some alerts. You'll see what pops up and just repost it and put your spin on it. You know what I mean? This morning I woke up and it was like, oh, overseas McFarland pictures popped. And I was like, okay, I wasn't the first, because my rule is, especially with stuff that's like early or it doesn't seem like, that was a, that seemed like an official picture. It wasn't like a blurry, grainy kind of like scan or anything. And I was like, as long as I'm not the first one for it, I'll repost it because I could just take it down if I need to. And it's every, once it's out, it's everywhere. Um, yep. yeah, no stuff just keeps just like popping. Like, it's just like one thing after another, after another. Um, so that's my rule of thumb though, too, which is, so I, I'm a little bit more quick to post something than some folks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I respect everybody that does this personally, the way I look at it is, is if you're bringing a little bit of joy to people in today's environment. God bless you. Right. Okay. I mean, it's crazy out there. Um, it is, yeah. And if, if, if you can for an hour a day, look at action figures and remember when you were a kid that, that I'm, I'm good, like more power to you. So, um, you know, there are certain folks that abide a little bit more by the rules because they're, you know, they have a connection directly with the company and they're getting, you know, they get, things to review early and stuff like that. And they want to toe the line and that's awesome. And I'm, and I'm, I'm good with it for me. Um, we've had that relationship in the past. And so my rule of thumb is if it's out in a store 
or it's available like the NECA box for Krang, right? right? If I go to Target and I scan it, it's in their system. Right. So if it's widely available or it's like a toy that got out in the wild and somebody got it at a store, yeah, then I'm okay with it. But if it's something like somebody approached me um, who worked at Target and they knew because of the listing, what was in their internal system, what the San Diego Comic-Con was going to be. Right. And so they were like, hey, you know, this was like three or four weeks before it popped. And they were like, hey, you know, it's going to be the Mutagen tour. Like, you know, do you want to post this? And I said, no, because that's where I draw the line. Like, if it's widely available, I will post it. Right. If it's like you said, it's a press photo, I'm going to post it. Um, if it's not, and it's something that you know that they're planning on having a big reveal around, then I'm, then I'll stop and yeah. I'll say, let me, you know, pause on it. But no, and I've kind of come to like the, <clears throat> cause like we, we, we all kind of, I think you and I and, and a few of the other guys that are kind of really dialed into it, like we see these things or we see these hints or we see these reveals or see these little things. And it's been fun to kind of play with with that a little bit too. Like that Cyborg Spider-Man has been floating around and instead of posting the toy, I'll post a comic book cover and say, what do you think of this look? Or Because I had that line years ago um, with the DCUC Classics. I don't know if I've talked about this. Um, when the DCUC classics came around, um, I was writing for the Foosh and I came up with this idea to do this, uh, column called, uh, demanded characters. And, um, I had an inside line on the lineups for like two years at a time, um, on what they were planning. So, and I knew what the horsemen were sculpting or working on sculpting. So I would pick my articles based on what I knew that they needed fan input <laughs> for. And so if you go nice. back, and I don't know if Fouche kept those or they deleted the articles. Um, I think my WordPress site actually, my WordPress Caster's Corner site when I started, um, has some of the originals on there. Um, if you go back and look at those, I knew they were coming like three waves down the line. So we, you know, I was like tongue in cheek doing like market research going, if this <laughs> character were to come up, which look would you guys prefer? Um, and uh, I would always include the the two looks that they were kind of deciding in between. Um, but I like doing that kind of stuff too, where it's, you're throwing out the conversation. It's like you said, you're throwing out a conversation piece, but you're not like actually revealing anything. You're not actually letting anything slip or or necessarily stepping on them. I mean, the mutagen sure, if you were just to put that out, I could see how that would go. But if you were to do like a poll on a costume or something like that, there are times where those can kind of go under the radar that you can kind of be creative and have some fun with, you know? Oh, I agree. And I mean, that's the, that really at the end of the day, that's the, that's the part of this that you get the most enjoyment out of, which are those like little things that, you know, um, that nobody else really knows and you've thrown it out there and you're just having a good time. Cause yeah, I mean, what a lot of people don't realize is, and I know that you do is this isn't easy. No, it's a <laughs> there's nothing. Yeah. It, it is, you know, and there's time where, you know, you're about to sit down to dinner and three things pop and you're like, sorry, this is going to wait, you know, cause I'm going to, I got to get this out, you yeah. know? And, 
it, it's, you know, I mean, one thing that's nice is as, um, as you start to get like a group of people that, you know, follow you, you can have more fun with it. Um, and you know, like, like the little inside jokes pop up. So like at AFJ, there was the muck mania, mm-hmm. um, which happened and everybody went nuts over muck, man. The big thing now is like how horrible McFarland's articulation is. And it's not that bad. No. It's really not, it's, yeah. um, you know, or, uh, what was, a Pedro Pasquale, or I forget his first name, had the head from yeah. that new, you know, like these little things are just, they're just so funny and not like, like nobody else is going to get it. No, like there's a select few people that are going to get it, but when they get it, they love it. Yeah. And they're like, they're not going to tell their wife about it because their wife's going to look at him and go, what, what do you like? This isn't funny, but to them it's great. And that's the, that's why that's why this is fun. That's why I do it. I mean, yeah, I you know, it's been I'll be honest like and, and I think I've brought this up before, but it's I've been so I've been doing this for f- almost 15 years, I think. Um and I never really I, I before this year, I mean, I took it seriously for a long time. Um and I did schedules and I tried to do reviews and I was kind of like trying to keep up and do the whole website thing. And I realized a few years ago that like, um, the day to day life, my day job kept, it it still does, uh, to an extent it gets in the way because you still have to pay the bills. You still have to do all the things you're expected to do. And then this comes after. So like this, you know, even though you might take, you know, five minutes and say, Hey, yeah, we're going to sit down to dinner, but I need like five minutes to post this. Or, um, you make an extra stop at target to pick up something or just to take pictures. Um, I've been really trying to find my footing. Um, and it sounds really, it, 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 it has like, it's every time I say it's been 15 years, it takes a little bit of a toll, but at the same time, I feel a lot more renewed because I feel like this year with our push for Instagram, which we don't have a lot of followers, I mean, compared to everybody else, but I've kind of come to grips and been okay with it because I've really enjoyed throwing myself into the podcast, like this conversation. And I've really enjoyed um, building the community around it where I met Adventures in Collecting um, for the first time at Toy Fair this year and MCU Collector, I met him at Toy Fair and I've met a few other people that I've been like, um, hey, let's make this fun. Like, let's, we all like this stuff. And I think at some point in our lives, we've all felt ostracized because we like this stuff. So it's been, I've really thrown myself into the idea of like, let's build this community. Like, I love sharing out your stuff. I love sharing stuff with Toy Shiz. I love sharing out when, you know, Adventures in Collecting does stuff or, Anybody like I love the community aspect of it. Um, that has been a real saving piece for me that has made this grind a little more enjoyable, a lot more enjoyable. So no, I think that I think that's the heart of it because like you know, people like us connect, right? And you connect like, you know, MCU collectors great, Toysha's is phenomenal. Um, you know, there are a lot of really great people out there that do this but for every one of us who actually puts the content out there there are folks that 
have, you know, three followers who have nobody else that they can talk to about this. Yeah. Um, and when they pop on, they can lose themselves for an hour or two in their phone um, and just engage in the community. Like I've got one guy who just talks to me in emojis. That's it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's it. And and we like I will have like three or four comments back and forth with him in freaking emojis. And it just makes me smile. And I hope that it makes him smile. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like I know folks that don't know anybody that's into collecting. And they're like the only one. So if we can help them branch out, and that's why I always say like when something's hard to get, like get in the comment comments of my or toishes or you yeah. or mcu and just make a friend mm -hmm. and buddy up yeah because that buddying up is gonna help you get what you're looking for and you'll have somebody that you can start to you know text with and you know keep up and you know who cares if if they're 10 states away what's the difference you know well and and i was thinking about this this week um because I mean, some of my best friends right now in real life that I see on a regular basis come from this community. Like we traded toys way back in the day. And it, there's part of me that goes, there's part of us, I think, that goes, we're very insular. Like we want the stuff, right? Like we're, we're in competition, even with our best friends, to get the stuff first, to have ours. Mm -hmm. And then we're happy to help out where we can. Um, and... I found that, you know, we were doing this thing that was really, you know, like insular and just helping like three of us helping each other. And I started a local Connecticut group on Facebook and that's been like growing slowly, but surely. And, um, I've made a couple friends that like a couple weeks ago, last week, actually, when the black series cube dropped, um, my friend Bill texted me. He's like, oh shit, like this dropped and we're not going to get there. And I'm like, oh, look, the numbers are going down on BrickSeek. So they must've put the cube out. And he's like, oh, I'll never get there. And I'm like, well, I can't get there till whenever. So I texted a bunch of people and was just like, hey, are you working today? Are you working today? Are you working today? And within 20 minutes, I had like two guys going down to the store holding stuff for us till I can get there at lunchtime or stashed it somewhere in the store until I can get there at lunchtime and pick it up. And it was like, yeah, no, like I like building this kind of little um, friendship. Cause it, it, and it does, it does help. Like I met somebody I met for the first time who's been following us. Um, Chris, he just, that I mentioned earlier and he, and I helped him out with something that wasn't hard to find, but it was nice to be able to pick it up for him. And like we sat in the parking lot and talked for like an hour and it's, yeah. And for, for an adult, it's like, the, everybody's like, how do you make friends these days? And I'm like, well, you find people that like the interest and then you figure out if they'd be a good fit. Like, just like old days, like, it's just like that, but it's, it's different. Um, it's not the playground. It's, it's Instagram or Facebook. I yeah. mean, it's, you know, I, I mean, I, I do the same thing and people like people lose it because like somebody will post in the comments and be like, oh man, I really need like you know, the red ninja. Right. And like, if I see one, I'll just message the person. Cause like I put little notes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I have like a little list of stuff and they're like, Oh my God, seriously? Like you'll, I was like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I have an extra one of these. Do you guys want it? And like pay it forward. Like that's the thing. Like now when target drops, like 
when the Triceraton hit last night, mm-hmm. 15 people messaged me. Yeah. I had text messages, Insta messages, twi- uh, tweets. Um, you know what I mean? Like Pete, like I met one guy and I did the same thing. We talked in the parking lot for like an hour and a half. And he, cause we're, we help each other out local for the two packs. Cause they're like, they never hit where we are in PA because right. I'm above, uh, Philly. Gotcha. Um, you know, and honestly, like it's, it's clean, good fun, yeah. you know, but like, here's one thing that I know I want to do. And it's always just like a matter of time for me. Cause mm-hmm there is so much going on is like people like us should start to tackle like the swap issue. And I don't want to kill swap the fig- figs page. Cause I love that guy. And we were, we were hosting, like he was doing five a week for us on total toy recon for yeah. a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, uh, and like one time I, I just was like, I saw a swap and I was so pissed. And I wrote like this, like this whole long thing about it. And he was like, dude, don't kill my business. You know what I mean? like, and I was I, like, Oh shoot. I didn't think about that. Um, yeah, no, I, one of my most viewed picture on my Instagram right now is like, if I look at like the insights on it is a swap figure. And I was like, how the hell did this blow up? Like, so it had like 15,000 likes. I Like, and for me, like, that's big. And so, like, I looked at it and goes, Jesus, like, um, and yeah, no, I, I, I actually like the creative ones. I will admit, I don't like the garbage ones where they just put garbage in a package. Yeah. But I, I like the ones that get creative where they're, you know, like they seal the package really well or they, you know, put. I don't know, like a Marvel, like a toy biz figure in, or like, I'm like, Oh no, like you, you thought this out. Like you did a good job. Like I'm gonna, and, and it would pass. Like, there's no way, like I'll sometimes give them to employees and be like, Hey, this isn't right. Or this is broken. Like, please, you know, don't let the mom that's buying stuff for their kids buy this stuff. But, um, the ones that are creative, it's like, you can't even bring it up. Like you can't show it to an employee. They'll never know the difference. Like there's no no way. No, no. And those should pass. But so I was thinking, right? And and this is like just in the back of my head. Me, you, Toy Shiz, like MCU Collector. We got like eight or ten of us together, right? Yeah. And we all kick in to print like 3,000 stickers. Oh, I and thought the about stickers, this. And the stickers have our name on it. And just this is a swap. And I will ship them to free. <laughs> For anybody who wants them, you want five of them, we'll ship them to as many people that want them. I'll put them for, you know, 50 cents in an envelope. I'll pay for that part. And they'll just, if you you carry them with you when you're out hunting, if you see it in the store, throw it and cover the figure. And then eventually somebody from Target is going to call one of us or hit us up on Instagram and we're going to go, here's your problem. Yeah, because there will eventually be somebody who actually cares and goes, "Oh, we're losing money by I, taking this back." Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a bit like I. I agree with you. I don't think. I don't. I think at corporate they would care. I don't think at at the store level they'll ever change that. Like I don't think it'll be. I don't think we'll see a. I don't think we'll see a change. That's the problem. Um, no, but nobody's going to buy it. And that's right. the only thing. Cause people still buy that. I know There's a do. grandmother who goes and is like, Oh, my, you know, grandson likes star Wars and he brings it home and he's like, 
uh, this is a frozen figure. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, you know, it's like little stuff like that, that, you know, every once in a while people reach out to a bunch of us and go like, this is a major problem. Um, and I feel like we help the community on, on a lot of levels and that's like, and it doesn't have to be that there's some of these things where if enough of us who have a voice, a podcast, a website band together, you know, maybe we can make a little bit of a difference. Yeah. I just had somebody on the podcast that admitted to doing it on the podcast. They were like, Uh, I was like, do you want me to leave it in there? And they're like, yeah, I don't care. And it it was one of those creative ones where it wouldn't have cheated the, whoever bought it didn't really, they got the value. They just didn't get the exact thing. They swapped. I'm good with that. They like, they, um, they wanted a Jurassic park figure. It was one of those multi-packs and they swapped one human character for another one. And I'm like, okay, so you still got all the dinosaurs. You still got two humans. They just didn't happen to be the same humans that you should. And it wasn't broken and it wasn't from another line. I was like, okay, like I can, I can, I can live with that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. There's, 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 there's subtle levels where you can, you know, like where you can live with it. It's the guy who took it, threw in a dollar, like, you know, kit bashed figure that nobody wants. And it was a couple different parts and just got their thing for free or then took it and sold it right loose yeah. for even more money. Like that's, I think that that's the worst. Cause then you're not just a, uh, a swapper, you're a scalper. Yeah. So you're like, you're, you're an SS and that's, <laughs> that's not good. You, you know, know what I mean? You, you, you never want to be more than one S you know what, you know, it was a funny thing. So, um, the, the transformers red figures came out this week, um, or they hit wide this week at Walmart's. And somebody, I think it was MCU collector, posted a picture with those like $4 Rotocast, like four inch Transformers on top of the boxes for the red figures. And in my head, I go, oh, that would be a really good swap because they're the same (laughs) characters. They're the same size. They're a quarter of the cost, I wonder how many of these are going to get swapped in. Like, cause it's just like a matter of time with those. Cause they just like, they see if you could send a swap back to Hasbro, (laughs) then I think like, you know what I mean? Like you return it to to them and they take it back. So you're not hurting somebody else who wants that figure. I could probably get behind that. Like that, that's a clean swap for me. Yeah. That's one. And I'm waiting for all the rebels ones to get swapped. Cause I'm like, I'm not buying any rebels at retail because there's no way that anybody with any kind of like money or collect is, is going to go, Oh yeah, no, I just paid $20 for Ezra. There's a better one now. I'm, I, I, I don't feel bad for it. So I'm like, no, I'm not buying any at retail. There's just never going to happen. I would buy them online and buy them from an online retailer, but not in person. Cause there's, there's no way people aren't going to swap those. Um, well, there, there are a couple things that I find hilarious, and my new favorite thing is finding items that I really want, but I know I'm I'm better off waiting till they hit Ollies or five and below, <laughs> or at least clearance. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like I like I posted those Super Seven Reaction Transformers. Yeah. And they're really cool, but at eighteen bucks. Yeah. No, no, it is. And like, I, I, I think I responded to you. I bought the Thundercat reaction ones. Yeah. Because I am like the diehard Thundercat fan, like just complete. And I really love those figures. 
And in my head, the way my collecting head goes, well, it would be really cool if I had a lion, a lion next to a He-Man. And He-Man's at FYE, so I can get that. And you know what would be really cool if I had a Marty McFly and then an Optimus Prime? And I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> if I'm not diehard, I'm not going to go in. And I love Super 7. Like, I like the stuff they're doing. I think they're a really cool company. Um, they're an awesome company. And so, like, and, and I'm I'm super supporting the Thundercats Ultimates line. Like, I've, I'm buying two of everybody, one to keep in the package, one to open. I'm that diehard of a fan of Thundercats. Um, I will go into debt for them. Um, but, like, when it comes to, like, the reaction stuff, I'm like, I just, I can't. I can't go for the $20 ones. Like I just, uh, for everything, like I can't be a diehard, like go in for every reaction, even though they look so cool, like the, that Megatron. And even just like, I, I keep seeing like the, that first wave, the Optimus Bumblebee sound wave and Megatron at, at the FYE mm-hmm. here. And I keep looking at them going, Oh, those are so cool. They remind me of the action masters when I was a kid. <sighs> and then I, I look at the price and I'm like, you know, I I can't. I'm, I just paid $20 for a regular Bumblebee. I'm not going to pay $20 for like one with nothing else. Like I just I can't yep. rationalize it. Um, I mean, I I have the t- I have their TMT Ultimates. I love them. Yeah. I'm a die. I have like there's almost not a TMNT line that I don't collect, but there's just something that hurts me about and I think the reaction ones are so cool for TMT. Yeah. Like they really are. It just, it hurts me to, to there's just some things that for some reason just like upset my sensibility. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah. Like, and I just, I can't, I can't cross that line. Um, so that one gets me. And there's this other one that I've been meaning to do for a while. And, and I challenge anybody who listens to this podcast to do it. And then like, we'll, we'll platform them if they mm-hmm. do it. afterwards so all right so the way the distribution works at walmart and target is if you've got like a dead wave of black series sitting on the shelf right they're not going to ship in the new ones right they they have to sell enough or they're not going to reorder right right and so it's not as bad now but there is that time where there's like just two dead cases sitting on a shelf that until they move, you know that store is not going to get it. And I've been so tempted to 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 just go spend like three hundred bucks, buy them all up with the receipt, wait until they bring in the new figures, and then just return them all and oh. drop them back at a store. Oh no, we've done that before. Like, oh, not, you not, have not okay. to that, not to that, not in that way. Okay. But like, if um, Bill and I have both done that in different ways. Um, I have to hear this. Where so there, there are stores that get overloaded like that, and they might be kind of like out of the way, so we know that they'll restock. Like they're they're usually good stores, so we've cleared the pegs at various stores and returned them to other stores. Ah, <laughs> uh, now that I never now that is that, a, that's, that's great. That's a great move. Where like you go, so like um, uh, um, there's a. They, we were thinking about doing that for one of the stores here is clearancing out one of the Walmarts is clearancing out their NECA section. Like they're just, they clearance out everything in it. Um, and other stores that are replenishing or getting new stuff um, are kind of stuck with old stuff. So we've thought about doing that for that one, but we've done that with TMNT at different targets. We've done that with black series before. 
Um, I used to do that at Toys R Us. If there was a Toys R Us I really liked and was easy to get to, I'd return it to one that was either shitty or just didn't, you know, restock or, or never got anything. So like, yeah, no, no, we've, we've definitely done that to kind of trigger restock. The problem is now that doesn't always work. Cause like I said, there's a bunch of targets that haven't restocked black series in six yeah. eight weeks. So it doesn't always work. Um, but when it does, wonder, it works really well. I wonder how much of it now is COVID. I don't, I don't know because, um, I'll be honest with you. I don't know. Because I would have thought that that would have been the case a couple months ago, not right now. Yeah, um, true. Especially because our Walmart's here. There's one Walmart here right now that like every morning they get something new. Like Friday they got um, Friday they got the Venom end cap with Black Widow, and the week before that they got the McFarlands, like the Dark Universe McFarlands, and then the week before that they got or the or. To this week they got the Transformers Red and then I went this morning and they had all the new Fortnite. So there are some that are just like constantly. So I don't know if it's COVID. I think it's the stores to be honest with the you. The store? Yeah. Um, so we got just one thing I gotta say for everybody who's who's knocking McFarlane tell me another line today that for 16 bucks you can get a Devastator. I know. Well that's a Walmart fuck up. Like I, I'm not disagreeing, yeah. but I'm just saying. Yeah. But you, you're never, you're never getting a, a figure a that Star size. Wars figure for for fifteen bucks, even nineteen at, at Walmart. That's yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah, even even at twenty bucks, these are un, like okay. Do they not have a ton of accessories? Sure. You know what I mean. Do some of them not have an extra set of hands? Okay. Is the articulation maybe not the best? Sure. But they're awesome and they're new characters. Yeah. Like that's what I argue with everybody. You're not just getting like people like, well, I want Hal Hal Jordan Green Lantern. It's like, yeah, we all do. How many times have you got ten of them? Yeah. Yeah. Like and and that's why and that's why I've been supporting the McFarland line. Like I'm not going in for like all the different color Batmans. Like admittedly I'm sitting here looking at one, but I got it on a clearance. Um but like I I'm not going to go in for all the, like, I don't know if I get the Superman red, red sun one, but like, I, I, I like what they've been doing with like these dark universe characters. I like that they're, and they're finishing it right. Like within a year, within six months, we're going to have the deep or the, the drowned, the drowned. Um, so we'll have all the, we'll have the dark justice league. And so that idea of like, and they're doing the, you know, the last, the last, uh, night, uh, with with the Bane and the Scarecrow and the Wonder Woman, like they're they're doing yep. these things that like that we wouldn't know that, we wouldn't get from Mattel. Like as good no. as some of the stuff that they did was at the end, um, those last couple yeah. waves, which were really good. Like they brought me back I, into the line. That upset me because I really felt like it was them going, "Hey, we could have given you this." Yeah, like I don't it, know. I don't know why I felt that way, but I really just felt like they were like. Just so you guys know, on the way out, like we could have given you an Alfred Pennyworth, yeah, that's just awesome, or the Red Hood, or uh, that that the Batman Beyond, the Killer Croc too, like that. Oh, oh yeah, just, that was good, beautiful. Um, so I like the idea that McFarland is giving us stuff that we wouldn't normally get at retail too, like the Batman Who Laughs, or or any of these like monsterish kind of things, like. Mattel wouldn't have ever done like to that extent or to that 
depth. We probably would have got a Batman who laughed, but we wouldn't have gotten any of the other dark, dark characters. Um, have you ever done the Toy Fair tour with them before? With McFarlane? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, that is why you have to support. Like, every time I've done it with those guys, the, 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 the people passion. that they hire... Exactly. The passion for like, like uh, the one time we met with the guy that does like that, like Lego connects type thing that they do. And he was talking about the South Park and the Rick and Morty Easter eggs that they put into Mm -hmm. like these little sets. And you're like, you know what? Like this guy loves this and that's why you're getting something so cool and i will support you for that well and i i I had my doubts i really did have my doubts when 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 they announced the dc license because i was worried and and i still worry because they just announced princess bride that um how far are they going to take it because we've had harry potter we've had game of thrones we've had um star trek and i and i talked to the guys that designed the star trek line so i know like they gave me some inside stuff. They told me a little bit deeper what they had planned. And I'm so bummed to know that they didn't go anywhere. So I'm just happy. I'm also happy to see like the, the, the depth at which they're producing the figures too. Like DC is not one of those things where they got the license and then they ended up pulling back. They're like going full steam ahead and it doesn't look like they're stopping. So that's exciting too. Um, for it what do you think about the dune figures so i never saw the original movie um the old one from the 80s i know of it i've seen clips and things i don't really dune was never my thing um i think the i think i've seen a couple of the pictures and some of the the kid whoever the main character is um the prince or whoever he is in the movie yeah i thought he looked really good um, the other ones, eh, not, not the best. Um, well, that's what scares me with, with McFarlane, which is like, they, they're great figures. Like you can't like the box is great. The, the, the sculpts are great, but like, do I really need four Dune figures with a build a figure and that big dude yeah. who I swear I want to customize into like a Krang Android body. <laughs> like he just would be perfect for it. Mm-hmm. I just like, and like, I mean, how many of those video game lines did they do that? If you weren't like a diehard fan of the video game, yeah. you looked at them and you went, this is amazing, yeah. but I'm not going to spend $20. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the way I, I can appreciate for what they are. And that, that's how I know I'm not a complete toy addict. Um, because I can actually turn down stuff that I don't find interesting. Um, or, you know, like within my wheelhouse of pop culture. Um, but yeah, no, but I can appreciate the, the art that kind of, and the, and the sculpting and the work that goes into those things. So, um, so I'm, I, this is a good kind of place to kind of wrap it up. I'd love to have you back. I mean, this is, I think we can go for another hour, I'm sure. Um, but whenever uh, (laughs) you want, man. Um, I love to talk toys. So. Yeah. Um, so just throw out your plugs. Tell everybody where they can find your stuff and, and what's going on. So uh, hit us up at TotalToyRecon.com. That's where you're going to catch all the news, uh, TV, movies, comic books, that kind of stuff. Um, uh, we're on uh, we're Total Toy Recon on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, I'm every day, all day 
on at total toy recon on instagram we do have a youtube um but i do more instagram tv because mm-hmm. it's easier and unfortunately i don't have the skill that you have in editing so i don't have skill in editing trust me <laughs> i just throw stuff up um it, mj it was great to talk to you today um and uh thanks everybody for listening we really appreciate it thanks guys This podcast was brought to you by Jackson Studios. Jax!